Do you know an optical illusion? Did you ever look at that painting that at first glance it seems to be illustrating a older chassid with a white beard, with wrinkles, hunchbacked, not that great looking? And then when you flip the painting upside down, or when you look at it from a whole different angle, all of a sudden the same painting, ooh, you see a young chassid, handsome, with a black beard, no wrinkles, standing straight. My friends, life is an optical illusion. Look at what we just read today in the portion of Kairach. We read about Kairach gathering many people that made a mutiny, that they really rebelled against Moshe in public. And then there were those incense offerers that they rebelled against the special position that God Almighty gave to Aaron HaKoyim. And they were punished for that. And they were severely punished. Kairach and his friends were swallowed alive, mamish, in the earth. The 250 incense offerers were burnt alive. They were punished. Yet we find something very strange. That right after the Torah records this episode, tells us the Torah that Hashem tells Moshe, you are to gather the pans that were used by the 250 incense offerers. Those pans were made out of copper. The Mizbeach, the altar in the desert, was also made out of copper. So commands Hashem to Moshe, you are to hammer out all of those pans and add them to the Mizbeach. Indeed, they are to become part of the holy altar. And here comes the big question. How is it possible that articles that were used in an act of rebellion, articles that were used in sin, are now going to become elevated to the point that they are to become part of the altar itself? How do you make sense of that? Explains Hasidus. MS, true, they did a sin, and they were punished for that. However, God Almighty, when He looked at them, He looked at all of them. And there was something deep down, there was some intention in their rebellion that was very holy. Some of them, and part of it was coming from their desire to get closer to God. And Hashem saw that. And being that Hashem saw that part of their rebellion, that needs to be elevated. Not stam elevated. That indeed becomes part of the very altar. My friends, life is an optical illusion. When you look out there, even when externally things don't appear yet to be positive, it's not that we should whitewash that. But we have to learn how to look deeper. We have to learn how to find something in everything that we see. That is indeed its redeeming factor. And when we acknowledge it, when we see it, we are able therefore to elevate it and to bring it up and to make it part of the Mizbeach. Being that we just came off Gimel Tamus, many of us participated now with Zooms, with many Fabrengins online. I would like to share a story that I heard first many years ago, that I just heard this past Thursday from Rabbi Simon Jacobson, may he be well, a story that he related, a story that happened with his father, Rabbi Gershon Jacobson, Olav Shalom, the founder of the Yiddish Algemeiner Journal. This journal, this Yiddish journal, was founded by his father in 1972. And being that his father wanted 
for it to also voice a diverse a diversity of opinions, he invited all sorts of people to write columns, including he invited a Jew by the name of Natan Yalin Mur to write a weekly column. Who is this Natan Yalin Mur? He was born in the 30s in Europe to a Hasidic family. He, after the war, survived and immigrated to the Holy Land. He was so right-wing that he joined the Stern Gang, the ultra-right. Tragically, after the state was founded, he became very disillusioned, and he mamish went to the opposite side. He became a terrible anti-Zionist, and he also sadly became a very anti-religion, anti-Yiddishkeit. And God gifted him with a talent of writing. He was a phenomenal writer. And he wrote, he wrote in many languages, in the Holy Land. And Rabbi Gershon Jacobson asked of him that he should write a weekly column. Well, initially he tells him, are you crazy? I'm going to write a, a column in your journal. And Rabbi Gershon says it's important for our journal to have a real diversity of opinions. And he wrote a weekly column. It was very well written, but it was terrible. It was against the Eberster, it was against Yiddishkeit, and it was against Eretz Yisrael. It was an anti-column. And indeed, it was so uh, strong that many people were very upset at Rabbi J Jacobson. He actually got death threats. Anyways, three years into this, in the year 1975, Matzei Rosh was one of the special moments that the Rebbe would give out Koishal Bracha, that means the Rebbe would make Havdalah in public, and then the Rebbe would have Rabbi Mentlik, in those earlier years, other great people that would help the Rebbe by keep on refilling his cup, and you would have thousands and thousands of Hasidim that would walk by the Rebbe, each one receiving a little bit of the Rebbe's holy wine and a bracha. So Rabbi Jacobson asked, asked Mr. Moore, why don't you come by the Rebbe for Koshal Bracha? Well, initially, he told him, no, no way, I'm coming into 770, they're going to lynch me. So Rabbi Jacobson tells Natan, no one knows who you are, don't worry. He says, but the Rebbe will know who I am. He says, no, the Rebbe is different. You can walk by the Rebbe. And Vekachava, he came into 770. When he came to the Rebbe, the Rebbe, he introduces the Rebbe, this is Natan Yalin Mur. The Rebbe lifts his hands and the Rebbe gives him a warm smile and the Rebbe tells him that I want you to know that I read your column every week. Now he was very taken aback. The Rebbe reads his column and the Rebbe went on to compliment his chush, his talent in being such an amazing writer. So when he finally came to himself, he asks the Rebbe, do you agree with what I write? So the Rebbe says one should not agree with everything that they read. But the Rebbe went on again to compliment his talent in writing. And the Rebbe t told him that since God gave you a gift, you are obligated to use out your gift to the fullest. Then the Rebbe added, and the Rebbe tells him that I see that you have no fear of man, which is a good thing. However, do you fear God? Now, this is a Jew at that time. Sadly, he didn't exactly fear God. He was struggling with his belief in God to begin with. But he didn't want to be disrespectful. On the other hand, he didn't want to lie to the Rebbe. So his way out, he was a shrewd guy. He said, the Rebbe, a Jew thinks, Ayitracht. In other words, I can't tell you what I'm really what I, what, what, what I really have to say about me and God, but a Jew thinks. 
So the Rebbe tells him that in Yiddishkeit, thinking is not the end of all. It's about what you do. And the Rebbe reframed his question, what are you doing for God? So Natan tells the Rebbe, at least I'm like the Jew in the story of the Bardicheve. What was he referring to? The Bardicheve once left Shul on Shabbos and he sees a Yid in Bardichev smoking a cigarette on the street in public. So Rablevi Yitzchak tells this Yid, Oh, Rabbi Yid, my fellow Jew, I'm certain that you don't know that today is Shabbos. So the Jew says, Rebbe, I know that today is Shabbos. So Rablevik responds, well, I'm certain that you don't know that on Shabbos one may not smoke. To which he responds, Rebbe, I know that on Shabbos one may not smoke. To which Rablevi Yitzchak responded by lifting up his eyes and turning to Hashem and saying, God Almighty, look at the awesomeness of your people, of the Jewish people. They say the emes, they always speak the truth. So he was referring to that. In other words, he's not, at least he's saying the emes, he's not lying. He's not making believe as if he's doing anything for God because he's not, but at least he's saying the truth. So the Rebbe, the Rebbe tells him right away, you can't compare you to the Yid in the story of the Bardicheve. By the story of the Bardicheve, the Bardicheve was justifying him. The Bardicheve was speaking positively about him. The Bardicheve was the Malamed Tzchus. But here the Rebbe says, you are being Malamed Tzchus for yourself. That's something that you cannot do. This is what the Rebbe told him. He was very taken aback. He was very moved. And, and, and he walked on. My friends, he at that time, at that moment, did not fully become a observant yet. But listen to the story. Years go by. Years go by. And sadly, this Natan gets cancer. And he's about to pass away. And he writes a column, he writes an article, and he sends it to Rabbi Jacobson, and he tells him, this you can only print after my passing. And after he passed away, the article is printed, the column is printed, in which he related his entire Koishal Bracha moment with the Rebbe, and how taken he was, and how empowering it was when the Rebbe saw his talent in writing, and how the Rebbe encouraged him to write every week. And he writes the following, that by now I believe in God. And by now I know that now that I passed away, I'm going to be standing in front of the based in Shalmaila. And I don't think that it's going to be that easy for me because there are many things that I did that was not okay. However, there's one merit that I have. The Labavitcher Rebbe told me that I should write a column every week because I have a God-given talent that should not go to waste. And indeed, not only did I continue to write a column every week, even now, even after I passed away, when I'm being judged, I want the heavenly tribunal to see that people are still reading my words. This is what he writes in the column. And that was the Koyach of the Rebbe, and that is the Koyach of the Rebbe, and we have all that power. My friends, let's look at each other. Let's remember that we are living in an optical illusion. When the Rebbe told us all we need to do is to open our eyes, there's truth to this. And we have to be open to this truth. And when I will be able to see the beauty in everything that's happening, with that I'll be able to elevate everything around me. Imagine the empowerment that I receive when someone sees a quality in me. It's elevating. 
it's empowering that we have the responsibility and the merit to do it to each other. And Hashem indeed will bless us to really open our eyes and to see the greatness that already is and ultimately to open our eyes and to see that indeed Hinei Hinei Moshiach Ba Chavra Gut Gebenshtavach.